Major. Hey, Jamie. How are you? Oh, I'm just swell. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Excellent. Uh, this is Why Do You Like This? And today we're talking about The Jinx. Yes. Honestly, great documentary. Yeah, really great. Yeah. Honestly, Although, like, really never, fucking good. They never really delve into like what really happened to his wife and who might have done it. Or no. if they've... <laughs> what do you think happened to her? Um, you know, if I was a betting woman, uh-huh. not saying that I am, because uh-huh. I'm honestly not a big gambler because I don't like losing. Yeah. Just with my life, baby. Always. Um, yeah. If you're asking my humble opinion, uh-huh. he totes killed his wife. Oh, I don't believe that for a second. Really? No, I'm kidding. Okay, good. I was like, excellent conversation. probably the same person that killed uh, Nicole Simpson-Brown. <laughs> Um, and we're still looking for them, the real killer. Yes, because it's certainly not Mr. Orenthal James Simpson. No. Because, you know, the glove didn't fit, he's, so he was quick. Yeah, he's too good at football to be a murderer. Real good at driving a Bronco also. Yeah. Actually, really funny story. Um, you know how, like, our parents are, like, old and, like, nostalgic and shit? My, you know, like, and they would keep, like, newspapers from, like, events? The newspaper from the day I was born <laughs> was the OJJ's. You say our... I don't know. I'm just assuming that your parents do it too, because it sounds like a middle class white white people thing to do. Oh uh, no, not really. Okay, great. So my parents would were those type of people that would yeah. keep like newspapers from like the day of like big events. Also, I have parent. Okay, you had to, <laughs> <laughs> especially during your formative years. Thank you for projecting your privileges. Everybody is living your experience, Jamie. Anyways. Preach. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Your parents got divorced when you were almost 30. <laughs> Don't act like you were repressed. He's not almost 30. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to age him. <laughs> Anywho. Um, so yes, Mr. Robert Durst, his first wife, goes missing in the... Nineteen eighty-two. I was like, I didn't write it down, but I remember it was like ten years after they met. Right. This is sometime before the Green Goblin like kidnaps her and drops her off uh, the George Washington Bridge. Allegedly. Yeah. I mean, again, I I wasn't there for that, so I don't know. I watched a documentary about it though. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um. Yeah. She just disappears under mysterious circumstances. No one knows where he is. His family doesn't want him to involve the cops, which I thought was interesting. Because they're, you know, rich, affluent people. And yeah, like, the rich live differently. Yeah, they were like, that's just going to draw, like, weird attention. Yeah, like, you like, don't, don't want call that. the cops. That's for poor people. A hundred percent. Let's just tackle this on our own. <laughs> Which isn't sus at all. <laughs> totally not weird. And it's totally not weird that uh, in this documentary, Robert Durst says the se- sentence, yeah, I was complicit in her disappearance. And then they don't flush that out. <laughs> I don't know. Are they going to go fuck? Yes. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> you jealous? No, I'm just always very curious what the nature of this whole deal is. Oh, it's not sexual. It's polyamorous. Um, for anyone curious, um, I am not fucking my part-time roommate, and nor is my husband. It's <laughs> exactly what you would say if you were fucking, though. I'm an honest person. I'm an open book. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> anyways, um, but yeah, so little weird, um, but l- l- let's start at the top of this documentary because they, uh-huh. s- they actually start in the middle of the story. Yeah. When Mr. Morris Black turns up 
missing and then dead. <laughs> um, and they we are taken back to Galveston, Texas. Uh, I believe the year is two thousand. Yeah. Um, there is a not cute woman living in this apartment complex <laughs> with Mr. Morris. It's a lot like uh, Ryan Gosling and Drake. Not not looking like Ryan Gosling and Drag. <laughs> um, my favorite line, I think, of this whole thing, possibly my second favorite line, because my favorite line may be at the, the very end. Um, but they ask the landlord guy, like, oh, like, was the woman that lived there, like, pretty? Like, what did she look like? And she, he was like, well, she wouldn't be my type. Yeah. <laughs> <This> fucking guy. <laughs> He's like, yeah, like, she was flat-chested. Looked like a middle-aged woman? <laughs> Question mark? Yikes. E- yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, and, it, and then it cuts to his, like, I guess maybe now ex-wife. I'm not really sure in their current marital status. Um, his second wife, though. That's all that matters. Yeah. And they're like, oh, did you know that Robert had an apartment in Galveston, Texas? And she's like, I found out the same day y'all found out when he called me from prison. <laughs> Saying he was in jail for murder. <laughs> And I was like, damn. So good. I know. So they find this man's um, dismembered body in the, like, like a lake, basically. Or just some body of water. A body of water. Yeah, a pond, a lake. I'm not quite sure. I think they called it a gulf, but I don't. Well, gulf is a very, like, the gulf? No, well, they call it, like, the Galveston Gulf or something like that. I'm not 100% sure. I, I don't know. I just, I don't know anything about Texas. I just live here. <laughs> and not, not Texas. Texas. <laughs> yeah, let's make that very clear. <laughs> not Texas. Um, and they're like, okay, so you, you have $250,000 bail? And he's like, okay, great. So yeah, I'll be posting that tomorrow. Yeah, here's cash. Yeah, and they're like, you have $250,000? He's like, well, not on me. <laughs> he's like, yeah, who doesn't? Yeah, this fucking guy. And then later on in the documentary, he was like, yeah, when I bailed myself out, like, of course I was going to fucking dip. Because <laughs> he pr- proceeds to dip. Yeah. And then get caught at, like, a grocery store in Philadelphia, or just outside of Philadelphia, <laughs> stealing a chicken salad sandwich. <laughs> Which... Well, he spent his $250,000 sandwich money. <laughs> well, and, like, when they ask him, like, why'd you do it? He's like, you know, I don't really know. <laughs> like... Maybe it was to see if I could get away with it. Maybe I was just trying to do something. I don't really know. <laughs> and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? I feel like most of the people that, like, steal shit do it not because they need to steal, but because they're just like, well. It's for funsies. What else am I going to do? Yeah, 100%. Sounds like fucking. I, say, I think maybe they are fucking. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, no, it's just suitcases. <laughs> you know, I, I, I heard a part of that, but. Oh, well, when you guys, like, walked up together, he was like, are they, like. <laughs> I've often been told my sex game is much like suitcases. <laughs> Cumbersome and not great. <laughs> uh, awkward and too heavy. <laughs> Overstuffed and hard to close. Ayo. <laughs> um, convenient. That's the correct answer. Is convenient. Great. Um. Anyways. Do you have any thoughts about any of this thus far? So this is the second time I've watched this documentary. Yeah, this is uh, my third or fourth. So. I watched it a few years ago when it was new, and it was the mm-hmm. first time I had heard anything about Mr. Robert Durst. Durst. I watched it with my buddy Kelly, who was my frequent uh, watching partner. I was going to say, I'm sensing shit. a theme. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes. Uh, and I really adore it. Mm-hmm. I, I think this story is 
wild and amazing. Yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, Rob Durst. <laughs> I like his style. <laughs> Tell me more. Please elaborate. I love, uh, I aspire to the level of fucks he does not give. Okay. Um, <laughs> Literally. I fucking like the answers to questions where <laughs> he's just like, oh yeah, well I chopped up the body, but I didn't, I didn't kill him. Like, obviously. Oh, I did that. Yeah. Well, like, he's just And, like, like so just the just, shit where, yeah. like, yeah, that does look like my handwriting. I didn't write that. <laughs> I was like, the gall I'm he like, has. Yes. <laughs> you go, king. <laughs> and this is how this man is free. That's the fucking best. <laughs> like, no, you're right. Like, I will say as much of a fucking piece of shit he is. Because <laughs> totally is directly involved in three people's deaths. Oh, he is the worst. And, but... like, clearly the result of horrendous inbreeding from the highest echelons of the super wealthy. Oh, my God. Do you think that he is a DuPont? Maybe. Or in cahoots with them? I think he's probably involved in the space laser built by the Jews that started all the California wildfires. <laughs> Didn't think that's where this was gonna go, but okay. <laughs> um, excellent. <laughs> what else do you think? <laughs> I'd love to know. I think he's probably responsible for the production of one of the movies we're gonna talk about <laughs> in the next episode. Bitch, he might be. <laughs> you know, wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Seems like his kind of deal. Anyways. Enough about that. Yeah. Let me throw this out there, too. I rewatched uh, the movie we talked about last week with the commentary that he's on because I was fascinated. Oh, All Good Things? <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. And? And the whole thing is him, like, kind of talking to the director. Yeah. And, like, talking about how much he likes the movie. No. And just, like, oh, I really like this. Uh, you didn't quite get this right. Uh, he was very offended that they implied that he killed the dog. <laughs> and the director was like, well, there's a lot of evidence that you did. Oh, my God. <laughs> he just doesn't say anything. There's a lot of evidence that you did. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> I don't like that you're insinuating that it happened. He's, a, uh, he's just like a very singular human being. I mean, I don't think there's anyone else quite like him. I have a lot of respect for the way he lives his life. Yeah. So let's dive into this a little deeper. Mm-hmm. So they apprehend him after the sandwich ordeal. He's in prison for a minute. The sandwich ordeal. <laughs> well, after after the um, you know alleged murder, because yes. to this day no one knows who murdered Morris Black. Right. Because he sure as shit wasn't charged with it. I mean, he was charged with it. He never was convicted of the crime. Yeah, we well, didn't do it. Obviously. He yeah. only dismembered the body. Right, because he knew that nobody would believe he didn't do it. So right. he had to get rid of the body. Completely. Which is a decision we would all make. Definitely. <laughs> we happened upon a dead body. We'd be like, people are going to think I did this. <laughs> <laughs> I got to clean this shit up. But... You know, especially as a, like, 50-something-year-old man who's, like, not physically fit. Because <laughs> he, like, even says, like, we you know... We have to body shame him, <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> he body shames himself. He's like, yeah, like, that shit's so heavy. <laughs> like... I mean... 
<laughs> Why do you think I had to cut, cut his ass, ass up? Like a 200 pound man. <laughs> okay. A dead weight. That'd be hard for any of us, I think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably. I don't think you're wrong. Like literal dead weight. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get McKenzie it. Kenzie agrees with me. No, I mean, and again, she would make the same choice. She would dispose of the body too. It, I, it would well, no, it would have to be in pieces. That like that part makes sense. I'm yeah. not knocking the dismemberment part before the. You know, before I'm the not dumping. saying you made the wrong choice. Yeah, because you did the, the right thing. If you're gonna get rid of the body, yeah, you might as well make it easy on yourself. I know. Like you really <laughs> work smarter, not harder. Smart decisions. Yeah. <laughs> like if your wife is trying to leave you and blackmail you to get money to pay her way through med school, mm-hmm. you'd probably do the same thing too. I'm not saying I wouldn't. Right. You know, would the fleeting thought pass my mind? Possibly. But I do it? Right. Perhaps. But then you don't have to go through with it because you get lucky and she disappears completely independently of any actions of your own. Yeah, but then my shitty best friend wrote a whole ass novel about that the whole thing. That shit is so fucking crazy, too. <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> Susan Berman <laughs> for a goddamn minute. I. Okay, go ahead. What What you want? I just, like, I love the idea... Putting a hit out on your best friend? No, that, like, your friend probably did something terrible, and you're like... Let me capitalize? I'm going to write a book. (laughs) But change the names. Like, what if this happened? Crazy, right? I mean, again, OJ did it. Yeah, what if I did it? Yeah. Again, you got to make those money moves, man. (laughs) Why are you looking at me like when that? When you murder Zach, I will 100% write like a fictionalized book. Thank you. As long as you get rich off of it, that's fine. <laughs> Can I get like a percentage? Well, I mean, then it would be hard to say that it was a fictional story that had nothing to do with you. But here's the thing. Uh-huh. I don't have oodles of cash, so I'd probably end up in prison. I'm going to need that commissary money. So I want my cut it, of the you'd book. You'd probably end up in prison because you'd be the most convenient person to put in jail for it yeah and, and I'm you'd just have like, to sign a thing that said like i didn't do it but i'm pleading guilty yeah like i'm just like too much of a bitch i just be like yeah sure just lock me up for it it's fine <laughs> like i get too, I, again much like the story of me getting arrested i get too much anxiety under like situations like that just be like yeah sure <laughs> take me <laughs> and like all of these podcasts would be subpoenaed yep 100 <laughs> like, yeah she does seem to like you know Talk about murder a lot. She's really mean to her husband on the podcast. Thank you, Jackson. Um, I'm not going to confirm or deny any rumors of any kind. <laughs> we tried to interview this other guy that's on the podcast about it because he seemed to know them both, but he just like stared at us the whole time. <laughs> but then he wrote this weird novel. <laughs> we asked him about the novel. <laughs> and he just wouldn't say anything. He just kept staring. <laughs> We're pretty sure he's mute. We've never encountered <laughs> someone who was like more polite but less helpful. <laughs> <laughs> like shook all of our hands, you know, was very courteous, <laughs> did not comply. <laughs> so he's in prison too. <laughs> we couldn't charge him with anything, but he rubbed us the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, and we're cops, so we can do that. <laughs> Anyways. Um 
So yeah, he puts on his hit, this hit on his best friend. At least I can't be convinced otherwise. They like throw out there that like she has mob connections and like maybe it was a fam like a family hit because her family's in the mob. Fuck that shit. No. Well, we all know. No. The mafia is a myth. <laughs> it's the result of anti-Italian stereotypes. Correct. Yeah. There's no such thing as La Cosa Nostra. Never. <laughs> um, so yeah, I. Mm, and it just it it's shitty because like I feel like she was gonna lie on his behalf and be like, oh no, like he it's totally just, Yeah, it's just a book I wrote. Yeah. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Nobody's like tying up JK Rowling and be like, tell us where the witches are. <laughs> I mean someone probably should you wrote about you wrote about <laughs> witches. We know the witches are real. <laughs> Again, prob- someone probably should tie her up and scream at her. But... Oh my god. This is not <laughs> <laughs> Jamie does not represent the views of everybody on this podcast. We do not want you to, in any way, assault J.K. Rowling or anyone. But fuck J.K. Rowling. She sucks. She's the worst type of people. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, I I don't care. Whatever. Whatever. Anywho. She has strong, shitty opinions that she, for some reason, wants to keep sharing with the world. And, yeah. Just, like, let it go, JK. She won't. Just go live your life, enjoy your money. Yeah, enjoy your oodles of cash. (laughs) And please fuck off. And just never... No. Um, so... (laughs) Where are we? Um, do you want to talk about the handwriting stuff? What are you looking at? That painting of you and Zach. And I'm, like, trying to understand what's going on with his face. (laughs) Um, that was a photo from our wedding that I had a friend, like, paint. Got it. Um. It's beautiful. Thank you. Um, anyways, where was I going? I, I was distracted by your musings on my wall. Um, fuck. Oh, uh, the handwriting stuff. Do you have any thoughts or opinions on it? (laughs) I'm gonna guess not. It's my favorite part of the documentary, but it's just because of that. Because of his whole like, he's like a fucking, like a fifth grader who got caught plagiarizing, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's like it does look like my handwriting. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I didn't write it. So they pull out these like letters that were sent by you know the supposed like killer. Yeah, with the same misspellings of like the words like Beverly, and I forget the other one. It was like a double L thing or something yeah. weird. Um, but they, he, he misspelled Beverly, and they, they pulled a letter that he had written her, and they're yeah. like, you misspelled it the exact same yeah, way. Yeah, it's the same handwriting with the same misspelling. He's like, yeah, that is weird. Yeah. and well, <laughs> Crazy, be- right? Before they even get to that part, they're like, do you have any opinions about this handwriting sample that we're showing you? And he's like, well, it looks like block lettering. Usually someone would use that to try to hide their handwriting. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. You're going there. You're doing it. You're just... It's just like he's trolling everybody the whole time. And he knows like, what it. What the fuck are you going to do to me, yeah. little bitch? <laughs> he's like, they already did the whole court thing. I'm acquitted, bitch. Yeah. Double uh, jeopardy, motherfuckers. <laughs> Honestly, the only thing this documentary was missing was him like spinning around in his chair and like double finger gunning everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Putting sunglasses on. Yeah. <laughs> With, like, a fat doobie in his mouth. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sideways fucking hat. Um, if I'm feeling frisky, I'll try to remember to uh, Photoshop that later. <laughs> um, anyways. 
But yeah, and then they're like, yeah, this uh, handwriting that you think is sus weirdly matches yours. <laughs> and he's like, oh, word. <laughs> Fucking bet. <laughs> <laughs> Swear. This world's cra- full of crazy coincidences, you know what I mean? Anyway, you guys hungry? <laughs> well, so like, like they're showing him all these like photographs and stuff. He's like, wait, that's a nice photo. Can I have a copy of that one? <laughs> and then Drecky's just like, you can have this one. <laughs> Here you go. Like, what a wild guy to just sit in a room with. I sit in the room with HBO and just be like, nah. <laughs> like, I did not do it. <laughs> like, he's just so aloof the whole time. <laughs> People die, right? I don't know. <laughs> People die, right? <laughs> um, well, I'm going to backtrack just this goes to, like, the trial for the, kill- the killing of Morris Black. Mm-hmm. And I think they really fucked up by trying to nail him with a murder charge. Like, they really should have just got him with the, like... Tampering with... Evidence yeah. or a dead body. Yeah. Because, what? But I do... And there's, like, this thing of, like, well, it's not illegal to chop up a dead body. They're like, it 100% is. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Word? Is? <It is? laughs> no. Uh, I mean, you know. Uh, um, you know, it's it's fine. For, you know, formalities. <laughs> um... But yeah, like, they stuck him with, like, a murder one charge, and I'm like, why? Like, they, like, tried to play, like, a self-defense thing for, like, a second, which, like, made no sense. Like, I get, like, if that was, like, what they were genuinely trying to do, they should have just either stuck with it or whatever, because, like, they were like, oh, well, like, in Texas, like, if anyone's in your property, like, you can do whatever the fuck you want to them, like, if they're trespassing. And, like, Robert just makes, like, a kind of big deal about it. He's like, oh, yeah, like... If he was trespassing on my property, I totally could have killed. I could, could have killed him. Killing people is wrong. Yeah. But I totally could have and got away. Like, with did it. you kill him? He's like, no. <laughs> I just cut up the body. <laughs> I had to get rid just of it. Just saying. <laughs> if you could prove I killed him, I was justified. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's my biggest like issue is like they just like fucked up that trial so badly. Mm-hmm. Like so badly. Like they were like, oh yeah, we're totally sticking with this. Like there's no way they're not going to believe him. Yeah. And then show enough. Well, it's the, the age-old story of, like, smart people don't become... <laughs> yep. Prosecutors. Correct. <laughs> well, and, like... They go where the money is. Well, yeah, and, like, the prosecution team, like, really was kind of all over the place. Like, they were, like, bringing up all the th- shit with the wife and, like, all this other stuff. And, like, oh, yeah, like, he's, like, the very sus dude. It's, like, no, you're bringing in too much outside shit now. Like, just focus on this. Yeah. Focus on this. They're probably like the same filmmakers who made a lot of the movies we've watched this season. Probably. No idea where the focus is. But we're here. Here's a bunch of information you don't need. Excellent. <laughs> um, so the real, the real kicker here is in the last couple of episodes, um, his lawyer has to remind Mr. Durst on multiple occasions that his, his mic is on yes because he just he like mumbles under his breath some stuff like he he's like yeah like i didn't like intentionally lie like yeah. i didn't like purposefully lie like, he was like rehearsing it like he said it like a few times and then his lawyer's like hey buddy your mic is on yeah and he was like what so a few years ago mm-hmm. uh when i was going to diablo valley college mm-hmm. i was taking an art history class mm-hmm. at the university <coughs> of southern Concord, usc yeah. <laughs> Um, I say a few years ago, this is like 2007. <laughs> so, like a decade ago. <laughs> 13 years ago. 
Excellent. Um, and it was like right before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So it was that kind of like zone where we're like, why are we even having class? Yeah, like no <laughs> one was giving any fucks. But we, so we were in this auditorium, and it was like one of those classes where it was once a week, so it was like four hours long. Um, and our professor like excused herself to go out to use the restroom. Mm-hmm. But since we're in this auditorium, she's like using this Stop. mic. No. And we're all sitting in class, and then there's like this rustling. And we're like, huh. And then we can hear her, like, having a conversation Shut with somebody. Shut your mouth. Like, she gets stopped in the hallway. She's talking to, like, a colleague or something. And we're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And she goes to the bathroom. Did she have, like, a violent shit? No, I think she Damn just it. made poops. Um, I'm, that's upsetting. I was really hoping she, it was just, like, the worst obnoxious, like, shit noises. <laughs> and we, so we hear that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she comes back, and we're all just, like... Who's going to tell her? <laughs> and she just goes back on with class. Nobody told her? But, like, sometime during the walk back, the mic noise went off. So at some point she realized that the mic was on and she turned it off, but she did not address it and we did not address it. Wow. So this is, like, a real thing that happens with real people. Wow. And I will never forget that as long as I live. I wouldn't either. <laughs> That's bonkers. Um, yeah, wow. Um, yeah, because this uh, alludes directly to um, a, right when they think they're done, Robert Durst thinks that his microphone is off. Maybe. <laughs> Not really sure. He goes to take a leak. First thing he says when he walks in the bathroom is, oh, God. <laughs> God. Like, what did I do? Right. Killed them all, of course. <laughs> Like, he, like, just keeps going, like, what did I do? Like, like all this, like, crazy shit. Like, he's just like, oh, my God. Like, I, I want to say, like, what have I done? Because I think that's the, the, like, title episode of the last episode. Uh-huh. Is, oh, what the hell did I do? Yeah. I had it pulled up. Yes. And that's my favorite line in the whole in the whole show is, what the hell did I do? <laughs> well, you added yourself on national television. <laughs> he's in jail now, right? I don't think so. I thought, like, after that, they had, like, reopened the case. Um, hold on. Un momento, sir. Um, do, 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 do. He's currently awaiting trial April 12th of this year. Oh, wow. <gasps> Ooh, we should watch the trial and report on it. <laughs> You're like, please do not do no, that. No, we're going to be done with this by April, please. We will be done with this by April. <laughs> Are you munching on my Smarties? <laughs> my smarties. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think that's my cue that this is over. <laughs> Since you've taken to eating on the podcast now. <laughs> Do you have anything else to add? <laughs> no, I hope he gets acquitted. <laughs> he deserves to get away with this. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. He's a, he's a favorite character of mine. <laughs> In this simulation that we're all living in. <laughs> okay. Um, He's a fucking maniac in, like, the best kind of way. Okay, Jackson. Jackson, okay. Um, <laughs> I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you. <laughs> but I don't know. He's, if- he's up there with, like... There's this meme that I sent to my brother mm-hmm. when his uh, son was born. Oh, no. And it says, I have an uncle. Uh, nobody knows where he lives. <laughs> he shows up when he wants to. 
and do, does what he wants. And I was like, this is the energy I want to bring to my relationship with your son. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love that. And he's like, Robert Durst is a similar <laughs> kind of role model. Where I'm just like the level of. Of no fucks given. Just like all that shit where it's just like, yeah, it does look like my handwriting. That's wild. <laughs> the next time I get in trouble in any capacity, I'm just going to have that attitude. <laughs> Instead of my, uh, yeah, it's, it was me, I did it. <laughs> uh, fuck you, what are you going to do? <laughs> um, excellent. Fantastic. So, next week we're going to talk about a couple of films. Um, one of them is not great, and I don't recommend anybody watch it. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, we watched it, so we'll talk about it for you. Um, it's called The Manson Family. You can watch it on either Voodoo or Amazon Prime. Again, I don't recommend that you do this. In fact, forget I said it. Um, and we're also going to be uh, talking about the Quentin Tarantino film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, Which is a good film that I do recommend. Yes. You can that watch that twice instead of watching the other one. 100%. And you'd be a better person for it. Um, anywho, we'll be back next week with that. And goodbye. Bye.